On this week's edition of the Big Ditka's Fantasy Football Podcast, we talk about close games and we have close encounters with technical difficulties. Here we go. Yeah, you should be sorry. You're talking over the intro. Keeping that. Welcome to the Big Ditka's Podcast. All right, all right. Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of the Big Ditka's Fantasy Football Podcast. You got Mike and Mike here. Mike, how'd you like that Matthew McConaughey entry, huh? <laughs> oh, that says enough. That's all I want to hear. How you doing, man? Not too bad. How you doing? I am doing all right. Not great tonight in football. I'll say that much. But yeah. I decided I have my, my new revelation is that... Uh, I'm either going to lose disappointingly or win surprisingly. And that's just how I'm going to roll. I mean, you got to have an outlook. And uh, <laughs> that, that is one. That is one of, of them. <laughs> that's one of them. It is tough being, uh, you know, being in the, in the basement of the league. You know what? It's not that um, tough. It's actually kind of freeing. You feel free. I feel free. I had no pressure to win. No worries. If I win, it's like, yeah, I feel like the Jets. I feel like the Jets. It's great. This is great. This is great. You're going to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory? That's right. That's the plan. <laughs> that is the plan. I feel great. <laughs> I feel great, man. So let's talk about this week. Let's get right into it. When I say sports, you say nuts. Sports. Nuts. Sports. Nuts. Don't know if that's the right drop, but I'm going to make it the right drop. This week, uh, let's start off talking about the injury side of things. Um, actually, no, let's talk about the COVID rules first because I wanted to point out that at this point, uh, we are solidly in the case that there will be a week a, a league champion. So I had sent out the COVID rules, uh, and if zero to eight weeks were played, there would be no league champion. So we are now in the place where if less than 14 weeks but at least nine weeks are played, the manager in first place per Yahoo League settings will be deemed the champion and second and third, respectively. So that's pretty big. Now, I, again, don't believe I can change the Yahoo rules midway through the season, but that's the way it is. And and I'll remind everybody of that for all of those listening, that we are in mm-hmm. that phase right now where if the, you know, we're seeing a lot of cases, a lot of, a lot of pretty sticky situations out there right now. And so far, I'm, I'm kind of surprised we haven't had a retake of the, you know, the Tennessee and Buffalo game where we had to, you know, put in our substitutes and, and submit them. I'm surprised we haven't seen that again because there were a couple times I thought it would get pretty close. But I just rem- want to remind everybody that we are in that case uh, where if the season gets canceled between now and week 14, then uh, we will determine the winner that way. And if the playoff starts but do not finish, then the champion will be determined based on the highest score or the last completed week of the playoffs. Uh, the uh of the playoffs. So no winner of the loser bracket will be awarded in that case as well. So just want to point that out. Champion will be determined based on highest score of the last completed week. So we do two weeks of, of playoffs. Mm. So that means if there's only one week, then whoever scored the highest score of the four people in the playoffs, right? We have four teams that go in. That is, that is interesting. So what you're saying is, I mean, one, four, two, three. Yep. You don't have a final game, you know. Yep. If if let's say Mark holds his spot 
you know, using the current standings as they are. Um, but he doesn't score more than, uh, than, than, I guess Jimmy's touchdown there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he could actually win without having to play a championship game just because he scored the most points in one of the semifinals. Yeah. Now, granted, I mean, if he scored the most points in the semifinals, he would be making it to the championship game. So it's not so crazy. It's not like we have three weeks of playoffs, right? So it's not no, I, so crazy. I agree. But, but it's still, it's interesting that like, I mean, it makes sense because how else are you going to determine it? But yeah, I hope we don't come to that. I hope that's not how things work themselves out, but that is, that is intriguing. I didn't realize that was, that was a rule. Now, well, I sent it out a few times. Um, so good on you for reading those rules. And, uh, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> well, that's why I'm, I'm reiterating it. Maybe I'll post this again uh, to the chat as well. But um, my biggest concern is actually if they delay, because a delay will be mm-hmm. challenging to deal with. Because then the question would be, what do they come back with, right? And mm-hmm. what, for instance, over that delay, do waivers run? What happens? Because players if there's a delay like in the nba there were cases where players were injured and they got healthy during that delay right so you know and how long Mm -hmm. do we let this go but uh we'll cross that bridge when we cross it i guess yeah hopefully we don't and another reminder for the league the trade deadline is november 14th which is coming up in two days i guess this is too late to remind people they won't hear this till tomorrow anyways but uh they still have they're still so to get it on friday the deadline's on saturday what time does it kick in on saturday do you know i don't know it just says november 14th so there you go november okay. 14th so there's there's a short window of time if you're you haven't made a trade and you really want to to make a deal now is the time literally right now is the time yes exactly right now if you could listen to this live which you're not then you could but you're not so get that trade in there but like i said i'll send this out to the league tonight um you i know really, we can stream this over youtube we could. I've done, yeah, I, I've done all that kind of stuff. You, you know, I could. I, could. I don't know who would want to watch it, but we. I'm just saying we, we could do it. Ah, yeah, we could. I've done it. We've, we we streamed a lot of stuff. We stream our draft order every year, right? This so that you guys know there's no funny business. I'm also going to send some emails to all the major uh, major sports leagues and say that I think trade end date is much better than trade deadline. Deadline sounds so, you know, so imposing. But trade end date. I don't know why they named it that in the settings, but that's the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> These are jokes, people. We're getting tired. Let's see if this job works. Man, this this tablet. This tablet. Let's start right out. Hey, what happened? I don't know what's running in the background on this tablet, but man, it is not going well. So let's talk about this week. Injury report. Not too much, but some, you know, David Montgomery uh, has a concussion in the concussion protocol. David Johnson's in the concussion protocol. Uh, I think David Johnson's a lot more interesting because if David Montgomery's out, um, I don't know about you, but I'm certainly not picking up Cordero Patterson. Yeah, the the whole Bears running game situation is not good. <laughs> well, their, their O-line... Um, a lot of people have pointed to, you know, after week f- week five, things got really bad. After week four, sorry, things got really bad. And and week five, they played Tampa Bay. And that's when uh, Chase Daniels, I believe, or James Daniels went down. 
and it's they seem to have zero depth so they brought in a defender at one you know a coward is from the defense he's in there and and now you know a lot of pressure on Nagy's play calling and what is he doing and you know they just can't open a pocket they can't open a seam David Montgomery I've read a lot of stats also that David Montgomery is the player with the most yards after contact in the league and also the fewest yards before first contact so pretty much any yards he's getting is getting through people which it's it's really rough man it's really rough wear and tear wear and tear wear and tear so i mean that's one that's not really big i think the more interesting one is christian mccaffrey uh i believe it was his shoulder that was injured and um yeah it's interesting is i i did read that he went to a different you got a second opinion and that second opinion seems not as bad as the first that maybe he has a chance and in that respect mike davis who had played at a, you know mostly well when he was out uh, got pick, gets picked up by Wolves Wildcats. So I, I I thought it was still up in the air, but I have heard um, that he might be out. I think that was the last report that I heard. Um, they might just keep him out. Um, is that is that? So the update update that came through today is he will not play in week 10. The second opinion suggests he could return as soon as week 11. I'm so I guess he is out. So I guess that was a really good pickup then. He's still listed. Well, the question that you and I had is, is in terms of that, you know, Mike Davis has certainly had diminishing returns while, while, uh, while he was gone. You can see his score here, week 3, 15, week 4, 17, week 5, 20 points, and then it drops, boom, to 9. And I granted that was against Chicago, but after that against New Orleans, 3 points. Atlanta, 7 points. KC, 4 points. Um, you know, now KC, okay, right, he was back. Sorry, I shouldn't say the KC game. That doesn't count, right? McCaffrey got mm-hmm. injured very late. But, I mean, those other three games were really nothing, you know, 18 attempts, 52 yards, and a touchdown. That was good for my team, but Wolves Wildcats ain't going to do much with that. So, mm-hmm. it's uh, we've talked about this before. Like I was just looking on the app, it has it does have McCaffrey as doubtful. Yes, on our app, it doesn't say out, even though there's there's news, there's blogs that are reporting that that he is out. Um, but I know I was looking at uh, Geo Bernard. And uh, it seems like um, Mixon is not going to, like he's not suiting up for practice. He's probably not going to play. They still haven't reflected that in uh, in the point totals, the projected point totals. They still have him at 3.5 points um, as opposed, and leading into the first game that he played in for Mixon, Mixon was known to be out for a while. And they didn't, even the day of, they still hadn't reflected that in the app. And I know you had a similar experience with a player. Yeah. Mike Davis was the other one. And, and, uh, he, I remember he had projected five or six points and I kept looking at it, trying to understand it. What did I miss that? I, I, you know, I had read Christian McCaffrey was out. What did I miss a report? Is something going on? Is Mike Davis, not the guy. And, and I remember, cause I picked him up after waivers and nobody had picked him up on waivers mm-hmm. and I got him and I thought, and then I started looking at it going, who's who else is there? Who's the other guy? What is going on? And then I don't even think I played him that first week because I, I 
kind of said, I don't, I don't know. Things seem weird. And, uh, and so that kind of sucked. I, I would appreciate if, if Mixon's not going to play, if they can move him from, you know, questionable to out, cause he's still questionable. And I, I feel like if that's the case, he's, they still have his projected point total is 13 points. So yeah. Get him so out same, same with McCaffrey, you know, doubtful. Let's move it to out. Maybe there's a little more concern there, but I mean, we've had a couple of, of examples that, um, I think it's important for everyone in the league to know you can't solely trust the app. You can't trust um, what we're looking at in terms of the league. Uh, you might want to do a little Google search yourself, uh, get you know expert consensus on exactly what's going on um, heading into your week because if you trust the app, uh, you know you might get burnt. You're going to get burnt. And if you can't trust the app, then who can you trust? It's, it's, it's true. <laughs> so let's then talk about the winners and losers this week what am i gonna Brian, play for this i don't have any drop for this i'm supposed to play just, this just one. pick one just go with what listen to your heart listen to your heart oh i haven't heard this in a long time oh is it gonna play oh it doesn't like it oh it doesn't like it hold on it'll play you just gotta wait oh there it is haven't got to play that one this week so or this this year it was such a good drop do, do we have that. a new we have a new player that hasn't that hasn't been introduced to the league yeah i know i know but i i, I mentioned to you that i wasn't going to reach out mm. so i need you to do that i'll do it yeah reach out to them say hey you know you're a minor we would like to get celebrity. to know more about you yeah yeah that's always a nice addition to the podcast I always enjoyed it. And again, at this point right now, as you and I, um, uh, clearly you and I, we're, point. yeah, we're, we're getting here. <laughs> it's getting tough. These weeks are tough. You know, we don't, we, we're not close enough to the playoffs to really talk about what's happening there and set up those kind of things. We're too far from the start of the season to talk about, you know, oh, who's going to be the next or who's the breakout or who are we looking at? Or, you know, it, we're, uh, we're at this point where it's, it's a lot of work to put this thing together. Uh, because we can't just sit here and talk about and and you and I have already talked about all our thoughts and this that and the other so we got nothing we just got to go with what we got and uh, and that means it takes time to put stuff together but you and I are both incredibly busy people so that means uh, we only put it together a few minutes before the show and then try to jam some stuff together but hey that's okay nobody cares about and uh, nobody can tell yeah there you go <laughs> right so you know I can and and I will say I have enjoyed these shows I found we're getting in, unfortunately we're getting into not a good groove informationally wise information wise but we are getting in a good no, groove informationally let's go with information uh, <laughs> informationally we're not in a good place but when it comes down to the to the to the to the dynamic of how we're running the show i think we're doing a good job we're kind of moving things along nicely we're not going too long you've had a couple pauses that were a little bit long today but you're gonna pick it up how do you like that character is that good awful like terrible all right so let's start with the big boys Let's start with the big boys because we had another week of some pretty close games, but there was one game that was pretty big to our league, and that's number one and number two in the clash of the Titans. Uh, Ball Fumblers Anonymous, BFA. I'm going to start calling them. Can I call them that? I think so. Uh, Yeah. And Wolves Wildcats going head-to-head, and Ball Fumblers Anonymous comes ahead right when it counts to hand Wolves Wildcats their second loss of the season, 111-96, and that's all on three players. Patrick Mahomes with 30 points, Tyreek Hill with 24 points, and Devontae Adams with 23 points. Great performances by them. Um, 
You got to love Ball Fumbler's anonymous stack of Mahomes and, and Hill. Like, that's a great stack right there. Who doesn't want mm-hmm. that action? And it's great that Tyreek has been able to not, you know, stay out of injury trouble, you know, I'll knock on wood. As we discussed last week, you and I, you know, Chris in the past has had some pretty rough injuries in his team. So, you know what? You got to feel for a guy, you know, um, who's got it going. And, and uh, you know, Tyreek last year had some injuries. He was out for some time. And when he came back, he was a little slow to get back into things. So kind of cool to watch Mahomes and, and, and Tyreek really go off. Yeah. One thing I'll comment, Chase Edmonds, all of his time to shine with, with Drake out, Drake's been underperforming all year for the Cardinals. And Edmonds puts up, you know, a very similar to Drake sort of, stat line when he has the chance um and you know against my dolphins who give up big plays against running backs um it's it's kind of interesting about what is happening in arizona with the run game i i don't get it Edmonds actually kind of almost looked better when he wasn't the primary back <laughs> it's uh it's weird um i mean it didn't it didn't uh put chris in a bad situation he still ended up pulling out the win but uh, you'd think that he would have put up more than 8.8 points, given given the scenario, given that he was the lead handler. Um, it's hard. They're, between the Colts and the Cardinals, I don't understand. There's a couple other teams, too. But I really don't understand those backfields. They're very, <laughs> they're very tricky to figure out. Well, what I don't understand also is, you know, Kenyon Drake and, and how he finished last season. He was, you know, he... He was a champion maker, right? Sandra had him on his team, rode rode him definitely to the championship, and oh, this is the that's where this Let's drop. Let's start right out. Hey, what happened? That's it right there. What happened? I don't know what happened. Yeah. Are they changing the way they played? Are they, you know? I don't know, but that's the way it goes, man. Now the other side of this, though, that I do want to point out also is Zeke, and you know Zeke has. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Dak went out, and I mean, we know that they're obviously going to be playing from behind, but Zeke is getting completely scripted out of the games. You know, last week, or here's his last four weeks four points against Arizona, five points against Washington, seven points against Philadelphia, and seven points against Pittsburgh. Now, Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. we know, I mean, they're better against the run and all that, but, you know, they're, he, he, you know, it's, it's Zeke. You don't expect that. So that's but also that Pollard is getting touches. Uh huh. And he's becoming relevant. It almost seemed like, you know, he was a handcuff and then, you know, uh, it wasn't really worth it. And then all of a sudden, you know, now now they're starting to kind of share things um, more so than you think you would with a player, you know, as prominent as Zeke. You it's, know, uh, it's a really good question. You know, you remember this, though, in uh, in Green Bay with Mike McCarthy, with Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. It was frustrating. Um it was very frustrating because they would not, you know, Mike McCarthy wouldn't let Aaron Jones run that much. And once Aaron Jones was liberated of that situation, I mean, we've seen what happened there and what's happened, right? That's, that's true. That's an interesting observation because I wonder if that's a coaching thing. I mean, it very well could be. That's an excellent point. So I, I believe this is last week's stat line. Uh, Zeke had 18 carries for 51 yards and no touchdowns. Uh, Pollard had nine carries for 57 yards and no touchdowns. So Zeke still had the majority of the touches, but um, Pollard actually outperformed it. You do have to wonder, um, especially with a coach that's willing to split, you know, the backfield, how much that's going to eat into his fantasy value. Does Zeke now go from a lock to a flex play? 
that's where um, he's going. I mean, it's the, the, the question, right? You can't feel great about it, right? You can't feel good about it. And, uh, you know, he's on bye this week. So, you know, maybe they get it right next, next, uh, the next game they got against Minnesota. And I'm not too sure how Minnesota's doing against the run, but I don't think they're doing that great. You know, they're not, they're certainly not in the top of the league or anything like that. So, you know, uh, it's, it makes it really tough, right? Makes it really tough. Um, on, yeah. uh, on, uh, then after that, we got Dirty Girl. Dirty Girl three and six now loses to Steve, who goes moves up to five and four. Uh, Steve's tailgater seventy four to seventy one in a really close game. And Will messaged me and said I needed ten points from Tom Brady, and he got two hundred nine passing yards and three interceptions oh. versus New Orleans. New Orleans absolutely owns him again and makes him look like crap. The the whole that was. That was probably the worst game of Brady's career. Um, it looks like it. Uh, the whole Bucks team just. And that's I the don't same. Know. The same thing they said week one. Remember week one, Tampa Bay against New Orleans, mm-hmm. and they picked him off. They picked him off what twice in that game. Ran one back for a touchdown, I believe. And people said, "Ooh, maybe this isn't that good." And then, and then things got good. So it's interesting to see New Orleans is doing something against that Tampa Bay team that really they got their number. And yeah, you wonder if other teams are going to pick up on it, or if it's just that they have the personnel to get it done. It's yeah. I mean, it's interesting just to go two games like that, right? And then you know, for uh, for Will, you got Big Ben sitting on the bench getting twenty five points. That always hurts. That, that hurts. always hurts. I, I know I know the feels, man. Very well. Very well. So Steve just pulls it out. Deshaun Watson had a good game, 24 points for him, 281 passing yards, two touchdowns, 50 rushing yards, had a great game against Jacksonville, just getting that win, 27 to 25. And, you know, sad to see Jacksonville kind of go where they go. You want to see Minshew get, get more love, even though he wasn't the one playing there, was he? But uh, still, still I'd like to see it. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, no, oh, you paused a little bit there. Oh, sorry. That's yeah, okay. Uh, it's good on uh, Steve having uh, both Diggs and Brown. I know he's a Bills fan. So having uh, two receivers who both played good games, I actually thought they got more points than they did. I'm surprised. I thought it was a much higher scoring game, but they both were very efficient in the, in the Bills' win over the season. The Bills' impressive win. Over the Seahawks, I think Brown it just just didn't get that touchdown. If he had gotten that touchdown, it would have been a would have been a much bigger you know when he got that good run right. But he stopped right at the goal line, right? So it was yeah, it was an impressive win, and uh, I want to talk about that as well. And uh, you know, Stephen Willie Beeman I'll highlight this one here for you beats you one twenty seven to one fourteen. Dalvin Cook. With a uh, with a huge game again, thirty seven points, two hundred and six rushing yards, forty six receives to so two hundred over two hundred fifty all uh, you know uh, all purpose yards no not all purpose um, scrimmage yards right two rushing yeah. touchdowns and you still lost the game and last week you and I discussed this you mentioned actually you're the one who said it you said if there's any game for Josh Allen to right the ship it's this week against Seattle and boy oh boy did he do that thirty six points. Yeah. Over 400, 400 yards passing, 415 pass yards, three touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. Huge week by Josh Allen to bring that ship right back to where it needed to be and help Steeman Willie Beeman pull that win out and kind of get uh, – he's, he's got a second win in a row. But, uh, you know, things are getting a little tricky there with Josh Allen. So 
yeah well i knew i knew i was up i'm i'm in last week and this week but you know the buys have hit me hard in terms of my players i was actually really happy with how well my team performed um if you look at it i but 87.9 projected points and i hit 114 so i've got no complaints i had uh, a lot of players step up um but uh you know he had 104 and he hit 127 so he got the same kind of um excellent performance and yeah like he just had the personnel to get it done yeah um you know highlighted by by allen who just had an amazing game and in, in a year where not much has gone right for me you know i i will will take my little wins where i can and you know you were really concerned about your receivers and i I encourage you to pick up Mike Williams. He got you eight points. I mean, no, a little bit under his projection, but eight points at this point, I'd take that from a wide receiver. I ain't getting that tonight. I, you know, from uh, oh for sure, from AJ Brown and eighteen points from Christian Kirk. That was a nice surprise. Christian Kirk really, um, he's kind of almost like the, the Calvin Ridley role, where like you've got a dominant receiver, so uh, Kirk can kind of you know flourish playing against the the lesser competition not the top uh corners and uh and he's done that in a, in a few games so uh yeah i was very happy with that waiver wire pickup indeed sir indeed sir both of them i i know was when we talked about this right we talked remember we discussed that i was like mm-hmm. huh, i think you should have oh we did so look i can't win the games so i'm gonna take my little wins when i can get them all right that's <laughs> what i'm gonna do all right so one thing to highlight um I must be bye weeks must be something, but you know, we've decided to, as I noted one week, I thought scoring was down. Um, and since then we've been tracking scoring and, uh, this week is actually this, this past week, is actually the lowest scoring week. We were 0.6 points off of having three games that would have ended with both teams scoring a total of 70 points. Um, yeah, uh, Jimmy got to 80.5 points, and that just re- put him above the threshold. But uh, the buys are, are taking their tolls um, on the league. It's uh, you, you can tell there's a lot of low scoring, a lot of close, which is exciting, but a lot of lower scoring games. So I do, I am looking, I'm hoping that we can all turn it around. It's always fun to score more points than less. So I'm hoping that once the buys have ended, um, you know, maybe the scores will return back to kind of where they were before. That's true. That's true. Good call on bringing that up too. Yeah. Um, other otherwise, we got um, touchdown there. Jimmy beats the incredible bulk. Another close, close game. Eighty point five to seventy seven point seven points, and it was all on Russell Wilson and that DK Metcalf. The same as the you know the kind of the, the Mahomes Tyreek stack, but the the Russell Metcalf stack has really been working out well, which is killing me because I'd really like. Tyler Lockett to maybe get a couple more looks. Be really nice. <laughs> it's really driving me nuts. But um, you know, and uh and it's 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 always uh it's always good when your players produce even in a loss. And and the game in Buffalo did not look very good. But uh, you know, for the incredible bulk, things things were kind of going in the right direction and now oh they kind of sneak back down. He's got uh Aaron Rodgers had a great week with 30 points. James Robinson had 16 points. He picked up the New York Giants defense who had 13 points, but it just just wasn't enough. And and the real pain point here is is Rob Gronkowski with 0.2 points. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you, like a tight end is always a tough place to play 
because again, it's 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 really hard to kind of pick who's going to get it, and and it's tough when you look at the bench and you go, man, you had Hayden Hurst sitting on the bench, sixty-two receiving. That would have done it for him. That would have done it. But you know, that's yeah. the way. I remember one time there was there was this one fantasy league where there was this thing they they were trying to do where you could pay to sub a player from your bench in, like in retro, like afterwards. Yes. Huh? Isn't that absurd though? That's that's pay to win entirely. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. At that point, just play best ball. Why would I play this? You know? No, no, it's an excellent point. I've never even heard of that. That's really that's that's strange. It's awful. It would be terrible. It would remove most of the fun of fantasy and most of the frustration in some ways. But most of the fun is going, man, when you get it right, right? Like tonight, I got it right, right? I got yeah. uh, I got Wilkins going in there, right? He's 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 eating it up tonight, right? Right? Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. I know because I've got Taylor and he is not. Oh yeah, um, well, Wilkins got points. Wilkins and Naeem Hines this week for the Colts. Oh, don't! It's not Wilkins. I'll tell you that much. But I'm not surprised. Oh, then it's, then it's Hines. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, speaking of me, got pussy galore. Beats me down. Pussy galore goes to four and five. I go down to two and seven. 75 to 72. And you know she had a great game from McCaffrey, but it really came down to Cam Newton for. Her. It was those two rushing touchdowns by Cam Newton, and I, I am okay. I, the only scenario I didn't want was to lose that game and have the Jets win. So I was glad at least that Cam Newton. Yeah, I, I'll say you know, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. I'm not a Patriots fan for sure, and most people don't like the Patriots. Who likes the Patriots other than the Patriots fans? But I kind of. I think Chris likes the Pats. By the way. I don't think so. I think, I think he's a Pats fan. No, Chris is a Bears fan. Is he? Oh, yeah. Maybe. I could be wrong. Chris, I apologize if I got that one wrong. I assure you he's a Bears fan. But um, I I kind of want to see Cam. You know, I, I love you love seeing a guy kind of ride his ship, right? And Cam Newton hasn't had the hasn't had a good year. And so, I'm you know, part of me is rooting for him and going, hey, I hope he can turn it around. And... You know, part of me also, I, I think if in the, in the grand scheme of things, I I prefer Bill Belichick to Tom Brady. And I would rather see Bill Belichick do well than Tom Brady. And I don't know why that is. I think it's just... I feel the same way. So that's interesting because I actually, I feel the same way. Yeah. It's weird. Because I mean, like he's got that kind of like evil empire over... <laughs> Yeah, right. And how he runs the Pats, but I still want to see him succeed. Yeah, I, I, I think you just, I, I, you don't want to think the dynasty is is Tom Brady's thing. So you know, but uh, it's it's You're still hurt. So to, much hate mail about. Uh, yeah, so we'll get it from the ten people. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's still hurt. I still, you know, he needed a good game. He needed twenty points to win. And he got it, and I, it still hurt. I thought I could maybe, you know, this year has been really. I haven't snuck out really a win, very much, and that that you know kind of hurts. But uh, ah, that's okay. I'm gonna win surprisingly, will come. or lose frustrating. But it's, uh, that's that, what that's. I, I mean, when that happens, that's fun. So that's that's great for Sandra, uh, having those unexpected come from behind wins. Aren't they great? That's okay. They are fun. You know, this is why. This is why I don't play in uh, multiple fantasy leagues because uh, it's like to you know 
to show off. I play in multiple fantasy leagues because that way when I lose in one, I can at least feel not so bad. And and we did in the other fantasy league, Kyler Murray and Christian Kirk actually got us a win that perhaps we didn't deserve that week. We won by, I think, less than two points. So mm-hmm. keeping us in first in, in, in that division. So, all right, nobody cares about that. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> it felt good, all right? So I won something. That was a busy week also in waivers. So let's see, where are the waivers? Where's the waiver? There it is. Would you like Fucking it if I laughed at your you? misfortune? Love it. Huh? Wave <laughs> to the people. <laughs> it's so hard to find these things, but God, I love that one. So a couple, there were a lot of waiver wire pickups this week, but a couple that I thought I want to point out. Tua by Ball Fumblers Anonymous. Uh, Mike Davis goes to the Wolves Wildcats. J.D. McKissick goes to Steve. Uh, Kalen Balage heads over to Wolves Wildcats. And and that's one that you wanted to mention, that Kalen Balage pickup. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, Wolves Wildcats, uh, great pickup with Mike Davis. Uh, McKissick, absolutely a smart um, pickup because he's performing. Uh, Tua, we'll see about Tua. I was tempted to pick to try and go after Tua myself. Um I don't know how much the Dolphins will be putting him out there, but he proved this past week, uh, you know, his first week, not only being his first week, but that, like, um, he can do it on the ground as well. He's not just throwing the ball through the air um, because he put in, I believe, 35 yards on the ground. So he has a dual threat. So it's a very smart pickup. Um, We'll see how it plays out if the Dolphins protect him or not. Um, but I can understand why Chris went and got him because um, it, it's safe. It's a safe backup uh, choice. Kalen Bolage, I know there's a lot of injuries that are happening right now that are putting him in the spotlight. <laughs> but just as remembering everything that he accomplished with the Dolphins, quote unquote, accomplished with the Dolphins, you know, just that <laughs> one week when I believe he put in this past week is 14.4 points. On the ground, um, I never would have predicted that to happen. That's just that's mind blowing. I understand it makes sense to get him. It's just surreal to me. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> well, now I got to start looking this up here. Let's see. Sorry. Oh, this is too hard to pull up the actual scoring. Ah, all right. You need to have the app on the on the ready. I got a lot of stuff on the ready, but I wasn't ready to to pull that up. Let's uh, let's uh, forget it. That's fine. I'm look, now I'm looking up forecasts and stuff like that. Now the, I put this quote here from the Chargers offensive coordinator. Um, the team's backfield will be determined by the fl- flow of the game. Is his quote unquote? Um, so you know it's it's you you know we've we've looked at that that Chargers backfield a number of times this year and um you know trying to figure out what's going on and you know you can see Justin Jackson and Joshua Kelly and all of those guys and it's so hard we're in another situation like Indianapolis where it's who you're going to you got to roll the dice and see who ends up being that person who who gets the who gets the call and uh, I'll remind you, this week, Jordan Wilkins was not the person who got the call. Not the person. So, um, you know. I think uh, Austin Eckler this week um, said on something, said on his Twitch stream, I believe, looking at uh, my phone, uh, that he hopes to be back by week 13. Um, so he's still got a ways to go. And then um, 
Jackson, Justin Jackson actually hurt his knee, and I don't believe he's playing this week. So that's why, like, Balaj actually makes sense. Um, like I said, it's just amazing that this has happened. Based on how poorly he played in Miami, I never would have imagined to see the day. I'm glad for the player that he's done it. No, um, it... That he's become fantasy relevant is incredible. Uh, but yeah, this is this is probably the biggest surprise of the season for me so far. <laughs> well, Ken- Kenyon Drake goes out and does it. Ryan Tannehill goes out and does it. Um, you know, who else we got? We got uh, Kenny Stills, right? No, he didn't really do yeah, it. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, the- who's in Cleveland? Sorry. Um, God, who's in Cleveland? in Cleveland? Yeah, come on. Oh, uh, Landry. Yeah. Jarvis Landry. You know, and he didn't do it there either. But running backs, and well, just the one. We'll see. Who knows what will happen. But, yeah, it's pretty good because, yeah. yeah, he was pretty shitty. He was pretty crappy when he was Man. in uh, when he was so in Miami. <laughs> um, so I have a question for you. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Um, we touched on it a bunch about uh, myself being a Dolphins fan. Yeah. And we, I'm sure everyone knows this because I've brought up the team multiple times. We have not talked about your fandom because this year um, you chose a team for the first time. Yeah. And so I just kind of wanted to know, how's it going? Uh, for your first season as a Chicago Bears fan. Yeah, well, again, you know, it was a, it was a very tough decision, and it took a lot of thinking. And and uh, you know, uh, realistically, I, I you know, well, as I decided, I, I said, why am I denying myself, uh, you know, joy? I should just be able to just enjoy things, and I don't have to worry about about so much and and overthink everything. And um, in that respect, you know, it's been a lot of fun. It's really enjoyable to kind of, you know, every week. I, I, every game day I throw on my bears Jersey and, uh, and, you know, and, and sit down and, and really try to focus on that game. And it's been a frustrating year, obviously, in some ways, it's been a great year. Um, uh, you know, at the start there, it was, it, it was, it was funny. Is that actually the start? My, 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 my league record reflected exactly the opposite of the bears record. And it was, it was going pretty good there for a while. And, um, but it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun and, uh, you know, a little frustrating, but you know, and getting into the Chicago bears subreddits and reading the comments and, you know, and, uh, you know, delving into the history. Right. So I've had to do that. Like I said, I've watched the whole 85 season and my God, man, like what a season I totally, you know, I remember, will mentioning on on uh on the podcast that you know it was the 85 bears and i oh man and, and then i watched it man i don't i totally understand that team is incredible their their super bowl run was just unbelievable you know three games they allowed one touchdown that's insane that's absolutely insane and uh you know just you know i remember fred telling me about the characters on the team and watching walter payton and and what i love about watching walter payton is the respect the other players have for him they'll tackle him and they'll help him up they'll pat him you know they'll pat him on the back and when you know when he got the rushing record the i i you know what i'll say this year that was a little disappointing larry fitzgerald goes ahead of of Jerry Rice, right? And mm-hmm. and they didn't even stop the game. Like when when Peyton beats the rushing record, they stop the game. The uh, the referees come over and shake his hand. The other team came over and shook his hand. Like there was so much respect there. And uh, you know, I've watched Brian's song, right? So I've done all that. I've listened to the podcasts mm-hmm. on the history, and it's fun, man. It's fun. I'll say it's it's way more fun to have some some 
some uh, some stake in the game. In the game, yeah. And um, I'm interested to see. I mean, this week we got a big game against Minnesota, but you know, as as discussed, if Montgomery's out, who are we going to run out and running back? I don't yeah. know. You know, I don't know. I don't know. And you know, uh, every week I, I watch a couple guys who do tape tape uh, tape uh, analysis because I'm also t- taking it's an opportunity for me to really learn this game. I, I don't know that much about it, right? And I've still been learning a lot, right? And uh, you know, I, th- I find you know guys like you who have actually played the game, you have a much better understanding of so much more. And I'm real, you know, I, I got to get there. So you know, um, and. Uh, you know, Corderell Patterson doesn't doesn't run up the holes. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't do those things. He tries to go to the outside. He, that's what he tries to do all the time. Even if there is a little hole, so then you, go, you can just dig in and, you know, cut, cut right in there. But nope, he's going to try to go to the outside. So Montgomery not being there, it's it, it might be painful. It's, yeah, it's going to be tough. Chicago's got a really good defense. Yep. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, the offense is, is the question mark, which is so such a common Bears problem. <laughs> Usually you always have a strong defense. It's always the offense. The offense matches the defense. Uh, they're in really good shape. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens this week. Yeah, and I think it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, you have, you know, Kirk Cousins, who, uh, you know, we've seen him, you've seen him throw three interceptions in a game, right? So, uh, you know, that's that's interesting. You've got Dalvin Cook, who, I mean, as, you know, we know is is leading the league, or at least fantasy-wise. I don't know if he's leading the league in rushing yards, I would imagine. So. I believe he is. So, um, And I think with McCaffrey having missed all this time and having at least missed this coming game, um, I think Cook's setting himself up to, to win the probably be the top player in fantasy this year um and maybe even win the rushing title yeah it's him it's him and derrick henry neck and neck but i don't know if this stat here i don't know if you can see dalvin cook has 858 yards derrick henry has 843 i don't know if this includes today's game you know just to to say it might not dalvin cook also missed a game which is interesting i know and look at this, man. He, Number three is Josh still, Jacobs. He's still leading, and he missed a game. Why can't I? Why can't I do better with Josh Jacobs' third and rushing, man? Oh. <laughs> all right. Anyways, all right. That's my own. Raiders. Raiders share the wealth, and that's a problem. Well, they didn't at the start of the season, but they've been sharing it more and more and more. So that's painful. So, anyways, mm-hmm. long story short, like it's it's been a lot of fun, man. It's been a lot of fun. That's awesome. It's been a lot of fun, and you know, I got, uh, you know, well. I, I guess something I could talk on this podcast. I had a dream. Um, it was a very, it was, a, it was kind of a weird dream, but I was in my dream. I was overseas and I was looking for like some, I remember I was looking for like a knockoff bears hat, but in the back of my mind, there was this image of Fred and he had this really absurd, it was a big, it was a bear's hat, but it was a big like white wool and I remember in my head thinking like, you know, you, you, if you're going to do it, like commit. And I remember going, man, I want the hat he has. And even like at one point in this dream, I asked, uh, employees like, where can I get a hat? Like, he's like, Bay. And they were like, Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. And then one guy, I remember they were like, oh, if you go in that market and they sent me to this crazy little market, it was a long ass dream. All right. They sent me to this little crazy little market where I was trying to find this, this crazy hat. And, um, 
And so, yeah, so I was like, all right, you know what? If I'm going to do this, then I'm, you know, I'm going all in. So I got the jersey, I got a toque, got got the hat. And, you know, one thing is, uh, you know, I wanted to make sure that it was stuff that, um, you know, that like I was like, okay, I'll admit, you know, I, I always, one of the biggest challenges to me was Fred's constant pushing for the Bears. You know, if we talked, you know, I was like, oh, the Bears, Bears. And I was like, no, no, that's your team, right? And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I think, um I, I, I go, man, I, you know, I, I'm a little sad that I, I didn't get to enjoy some time with that. But at the same time, his his nonstop campaigning was kind of what made me, you know, fight it. And that's why, like I said, I, I thought, you know, why why did I fight that so much? Why didn't I just say, hey, you know what? Sure. Right. So it's kind of been fun um, in that respect. But, yeah, I was like, you know what? So every day I put on my Bears hat and I got a Green Bay fan down the street. And I noticed he kind of looks at me a little funny every now. But, uh, yeah, I put on uh, it's my toque or my hat or whatever it is. Every game day I'm wearing my jersey. I've decided um, I'm also going to mark my jerseys with win-loss records. So, you know, that was going real great for a while. Not so great anymore. <laughs> But uh, and and wear it all day and and yeah, just gonna just gonna go go big on it. So it's been a lot of fun, man. That's great. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad you're glad to hear it. But it's 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 fun. And like I said, you know, I'm glad to have a team that is within driving distance. I think you know the Dolphins maybe are not within driving distance in that respect for you. But you know, obviously they come play in Buffalo a lot. Plus, yeah. it's really not, you know, there's pretty good reasons to go and take a flight down there if you really wanted to. I know, you know, at, at one point we were looking at that for your um, bachelor party, if you recall, but uh, you had some some eyeball things going on that made things hesitant. Do you remember yes. that? Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. I yeah. do. And it was yeah. like, because I, I said, man, it'd be cool. We could go and spend a weekend in Miami and do that. And then I, I mean, I enjoyed what we did. It was a lot of fun going down to Buffalo. And, you know, I, I know mm. your dad's a little upset about you going through that table, but, uh, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that made it all the, it's all the better. I will never forget. It made it all the better to me, man. That's, that was, you know, that was one thing that I was, I was so excited to, to have that, uh, that moment. Yeah. That, uh, and still the story Those of mafia moment <laughs> of you coming home and Amanda saying, "Why do you smell like gas?" is amazing. <laughs> I think she said, "Why do you smell smell like a snowmobile?" Because <laughs> I just smelled of kerosene. <laughs> so you know, sometimes sometimes things don't work out, and sometimes things do. I still think I think of that house too, that house in Buffalo, and I think, man, like. I can't imagine, you know, for that many Sundays in a year, just having random people wandering into the your house. bathroom. Yeah, right. It's weird, but man, it was cool. It was so much fun. That was such a fun day, and sitting yeah. in the bleachers with the, <laughs> the snow was sitting there. I, we had to sit on the. Remember, somebody went and got trays for the drinks, and we were sitting on those to keep our butts. Oh man, that was a good time. I don't remember it was the a game. True that much. NFL experience, but it was fun. So, you know. That's the way it goes sometimes. So, all in all, yeah. it's it's been uh, it's been fun, man. It's been really nice to have uh, to have a team and to watch it and to get into the Discord channels. Yes, I'm on the Chicago Bears Discord channel, and like I said, watching the game tape and all that stuff. But you know what? If you're gonna go for it, yeah, I, f- I figure you just gotta go for it. So, yeah, yeah, man. I think we're done for another week, are we? I think we're done for another week. It's a good week. 
but it's a good week. It's going to be interesting to see. Like I said, it's cool to see that we are at a point where the season counts. We're going to have a champion. Somebody's getting the money. Somebody's getting the the Fred. I should have asked you about that. Maybe I'll ask you about that next week because, you know, i got questions about the naming of it. I like the nickname, but you don't name. Anyways, all right, we'll talk to you about it next week. Sound good? Stay tuned. <laughs> all right, well, for Mike and Mike and always for Fred, guys, we'll see you all next week. Oh, no. Oh, not now. No. Oh, not now. Not now. No. Ha, ha, ha.